0: And now,
1: to today's message. Amen. Yeah, so, I'm going to teach on diligence. And uh, I'm, I'm speaking very softly because it's a teaching. And I want you to listen. Let it enter into you. And you see that somebody is dozy, Just make a mistake and hit the leg, Because it's time to hear the word of the Lord. Amen. Many a times, we run through the year... And we just run with nothing. We run as we were running the previous year. We run as we we were in the previous year. And yet we expect something new in the new year. In every new year, you must develop a new character. A new of you must be emerged or must emerge. A, A new version of you will only attract a new blessing you've never seen before. If you remain in your old version, you should never expect a new blessing in your life. This morning, I'm beginning a series, a four-part series on diligence. And this part is called Seven Things Diligence Will Do For You. Seven things that diligence will do for you. I thought you were clapping. Close your eyes and lift your right hand and talk to God. Ask the Lord for clarity. Ask the Lord for clarity. Ask the Lord for clarity. That Lord speak to me. I don't want to live here the same. Lord speak to me. Lord speak to me. Lord speak to me. Let your word come to me. In power and in strength. This morning in the mighty name of Jesus. Let your word touch me. Let your word bless me. Let your word encourage me. Let your word trim me. Let your word prune me. In the mighty name of Jesus. Let your word be my blessing. Let your word be my blessing. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. So, seven things diligence will do for you. Now, when we talk about diligence, uh, some will think that it is a worldly concept. But the truth is that you can never be spiritual without being diligent. Every man who is truly spiritual is a diligent man. Any strong or great man you have seen in scriptures, when you study their life, they are or they were diligent. Diligence is what will make you, diligence is what will make a happy destiny. A Christian who is not diligent is a Christian who will go nowhere. A Christian who is not diligent is a Christian who will go nowhere. There are many Christians who are just busy and busy for nothing. You give them something to do, they don't do it well and they expect to be paid at the end of the month. A lot of us cannot work well with people because we are not diligent. When you are taxed to do something, you still need to be supervised. You are supervised one, it's okay. You are supervised two, it's okay. But on the same job, if they have to supervise you again and again and again, then you have become a liability and not a blessing. Are you here? If I ask you to keep this chairs in a certain order, the first attempt, I come around, I correct you. The second attempt, I come around, I correct you. The third attempt, I come around, and i see that you have done it well you are becoming diligent but if i come around the third the fourth and i still talk about it it means that you are not diligent and this is the picture of many of us you can look very spiritual but you are not competent and that means that there are blessings and there are realms of blessings god wants to usher you in but he cannot because you have not become diligent Delay is not always the work of the devil. Delay is sometimes a function of laziness. Laziness in the part of the Christian. I've seen many people who are spiritual but very lazy. I've seen many people who look spiritual but very, very careless. God does not deal with careless people. God will never ever place a careless man in an important place in life God wants meticulous God wants diligence and you see if you are not diligent today it doesn't mean you can never be diligent diligent is a character we build and I pray that you listening to me in person and online you will make a decision in 2024 that if nothing at all you are going to be a diligent steward of the Lord Jesus Christ Proverbs 12:24 our core scripture. The Bible said, the hand of the diligent shall bear rule, but the slothful shall be under tribute. Give me the NIV version. It has a very nice one there. Look at it. Diligent hands will rule, but laziness ends in forced labor. NLT says that. Keep me at the NLT. He said, hard work, will work hard and become a leader and be lazy and be a slave. A day will come some few years from today. Some couple of decades from today at the end of the life of your destiny. Whether you'll be a slave or you'll be a ruler is determined by how diligent you are now. How diligent you are with finances will determine how wealthy you can become. How diligent you are with your service to God will determine how great you can become in the kingdom of God. How diligent you are with your family, with the children's upkeep, as you as a wife, as a husband, how diligent you are will determine what will come out of your marriage. Sometimes you have to pause fighting the devil and look at yourself and add something to your life. Because when you add something to your life, you become far better, far stronger, well-equipped to do what you are doing. You see, we easily blame the devil for a lot of things he is innocent of. When you become competent, when you become hardworking, a lot of us have excuses when it comes to hardworking. A lot of us. I listened to the lady's interview and she admitted she is not hardworking. So all she can do is use her money her body to get money. And that is why she are used to build the houses and make a lot of money. A lot of Ghanaians are lazy. We, we easily give up on hard work. When the path is hard, we quit. And yet, this is us on 31st December in all night meetings, in fasting and prayers, asking for big, 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 big blessings. Big, big blessing calls for hard work. Big, big blessing calls for diligence and competence. And I pray that we will have Christians who are on fire and who are diligent in this house. In the name of Jesus. Nothing will be added to your life if you are not diligent. Nothing. Nothing precious will be added to your life. What? A diligent spirit will do for you. Eh? A thousand years of fasting and prayer may not be able to do for you. What prayer and fasting does is that it creates the atmosphere for you to move if you want to move. This message is that move. Go in the right direction. Build up yourself. Become a diligent worker. If you are an employee, don't steal. Don't steal from your boss. That is not diligence. A lot of Holy Ghost do talking believers are thieves at their workplaces. They steal skillfully and these are Holy Ghost and they are stealing. It's not diligence. You may never be caught but nature recorded it and maybe you never want to start anything. But remember, God is not mocked. Whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he reap. Maybe that is somebody's daughter's business. That is somebody's son's business. That is somebody's uncle's business. You have a daughter. You have a son. You have an uncle. You are, And something will be happening. And prayer will not be able to stop. And you'll be asking, what is happening? What is happening? And you may also uh, never have an answer. Diligence. You see, when you are a Christian, you have a big responsibility on your life. Big responsibility. Because you are representing God and you are representing the kingdom and you are representing your church and sometimes you are representing your pastor. A good church member to the society means that there is a good pastor. A good church member in your locality if you are a good church member in your neighborhood it means that you belong to a correct church that means that if you become a bad church member in your community they will conclude that what is the pastor teaching them what is the church teaching them you have to be diligent because your life is like a book being read by men everything you do becomes an example everything you do becomes a standard everything you do becomes something that people will comment on. And therefore, the diligent hand will always rule. There are some of you, you are aspiring to leadership positions, you want to pioneer things, you want to do things, there is some push in you. But listen, it's not about the push. It's about whether the vessel is ready for what the push will demand. It's not easy to become successful. It's not easy to be great. Greatness is made it's not on blood money. It's not on Why? It's not on hookups. Greatness is made. And if you get greatness in the wrong way, it will pay you back in a negative way. Are you here with me? You have to learn to be diligent. Now, pastor, what is this diligence that you are using to disturb us this morning? What does it mean to be diligent? <laughs> you know, that's how I preach. I will, I will emphasize on the thing until you begin to wait for what I want to say about what I want to say. And now I'm sure you are ready to hear, Pastor, what is diligence? Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. What is diligence? Diligence is going the extra mile to get the best out of whatever you are doing. Diligence is to go the extra mile to get the best out of what you are doing. You see, for God's sake, I am not a motivational speaker speaking to you. If like I was a motivational speaker, uh, it would be a normal thing I'm saying. But this is somebody who is very spiritual. Fasting, prayer, word, uh, prophetic, whatever. And I'm teaching on this. That should tell you how. It bo- else, you waste your time. Look, no, when oil is put on a lazy man, the oil is wasted. No matter who anoints you, anoints you. If you are lazy and you are not diligent, the oil will be wasted. I'm telling you. If you like, wake Elijah up. Let him pour oil on a lazy man. He has wasted his oil if you want to see the productivity of the anointing in 2024, become a diligent child of God. We must trust you with money. God must trust you with money. Do you think it was easy for Noah to build the ark? A, an ark that survived a flood with, to follow dimensions and the type of material he has to use. God gave him dimensions. He didn't do it by himself. And God didn't give him money to go and get the things. You need to be a very meticulous person to build the ark of Noah. Yes, there is greatness in you. But the path of greatness is that place of diligence. How are you handling your life? I won't come and stand here to scream. And this year I said, I'm making you a friend of God. I'm teaching you something that will make you a confidant of God. Diligent people. Look, it will even show in the church service. It will show in the choir. It will show in the Sons of Asa. It will show in the uh, the ushering department. Diligence is needed everywhere. When the church is filled with lazy people, the church will never grow. When the company is filled with lazy people, the company will never grow because nobody will go the extra mile. Nobody will want to go the extra mile. Everybody works to be paid. And you see, immediately you are working and you feel like, (coughs) sorry, you are being cheated. So you don't want to do extra because they said I should work for one hour and they'll pay me 500 Ghana City. So why should I work for two hours and they still pay me 500? Diligence is that until the work is done to the maximum, I have not closed. Until I finish the work, I have not closed. That is diligence. Go in the extra mile. You want to clap, clap. Go the extra mile. You pray for promotion. You have to go the extra mile. You pray for promotion. You have To leave an impact, you must be a diligent man. To leave a lasting impact in your generation, you must be a diligent man. As I'm preaching to you, this is my third preaching for the day. And it's not that I've been sleeping from Thursday. I preached somewhere on Thursday. preached somewhere on Friday. Came and did an all night. Came and taught the youth in the Carriage Bible class. We started yesterday. We were here from 9 to 12. Went home. Did some things. Came here this morning. Preached. Went to Methodist Church. Preached. Came back and preaching again. It's diligence. We call it hard work. Hard work. God gave you a vision for your business. Laziness is dead. You blame it on the witch. No, leave the witch alone. You were lazy. Yes, you were lazy. Pastor, the people stole the money. You were lazy. But you didn't put things in place to ensure that your capital does not leak. You were lazy. You didn't develop yourself. As a soldier, when you begin a business, you must not just be nice. You must be wow. That is why business owners are not nice. And you believe? And my boss is not nice. Yes, if he allows you, you steal him and run away. Yes, if he allows you, you collapse the business, and you will not know where they got their money to start that business. And when they sack you, and you go and start your own, then you understand that the thing is not like that. You have to be diligent. If I don't stay with you, you will spoil the church. If I don't be on you, you spoil the church. I have to be diligent so that that which we have built will not collapse in our hands. Are you here with me? Diligence is the path to success. And if you are not diligent, forget about greatness. This year, God is sending plenty money. And one of the things I will say in the seven things is that diligence will let your hand handle plenty money. Yeah. Diligence. Diligence keeps your eyes on the maximum resource. A lot of us are too mediocre. 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 It's like something small is okay. No. If something small was okay, God should have made us live for only one year. But he gave us 70 years plus. That means there is something that God wants to give us the opportunity to achieve. But you cannot be in this church and have a mediocre mind. You must have a very ambitious mind. A mind that God, what can my life give to humanity? How can I be a blessing? I must not just live and die, I must give an impact. I must live and influence. I must be a blessing to my family. The first world in your life. I must be a blessing to the church of God. I must be a blessing to my generation. How will I become like a, a, a person like David that you used to bless up to today? We are talking about David. That is the minus you have. Maximum outcome of your life maximum, not minimum. Don't, the minimum, you, you brought it from your family. Drop it. When you enter your spiritual family, you have to go a step further so they know the difference between the unbeliever and the believer. Yes. You must stretch yourself. That is diligence. Stretch yourself to get the best out of your life. You know, you have so much potential. You carry prophecy. Forget about prophecy if you are not diligent. Prophecy remains a proverb when it's in the hands of a lazy man. Prophecy. It will be a proverb. A proverb never comes to pass. Hello? Every generation will come and quote that proverb and it will never arrive. Haven't you heard a short pencil is better than a long memory? When will that statement come to an end? A proverb is is something God does not wish for you. Prophecy will be fulfilled if you become diligent. I want to see diligence in people's life. When diligence finds its place in your life, you will go very far. Your prayer, you will see prayer answers. When you pray, you will see that it happens because you have put yourself in a place that God has no option than to bless you. You see, when you don't carry diligence, your success story will never be heard. Write it down when you are not diligent, when you are not hardworking, every day, you are full of complaint. Excuses upon excuses. Do this, oh my leg. Do this, this. Do this, this. You are called on duty and you are having excuses. Look people, all of you working in companies, your excuses reduces your competence. Your excuses is building a niche for you. Your excuses is giving you a name in the company. And very soon, people will be tired of you and your position will be taken and given to another person. Yeah. But if you want to be promoted, wherever you work, you have to cease from excuses. You have to cease from excuses. Do you go to work early? Do you go to work early? You have many excuses. Today my father. Today my mother. Today my child. Today my husband. Today my this. Today my dad. One day your excuse will have no weight. And I've not seen anybody like that enter into greatness. Yes. Do you know what Noah went through to build the ark? Do you know what Moses went through to lead Israel? It comes with pain. It comes with stretching. It comes with near-death experience. Paul said, "For three times they stoned me hard to the point of death, but something happens and I'm delivered." You are too comfortable. You are you are working, but you're not working hard. You are sluggish. You are being too sluggish. And this is you desiring great things. You got to get serious. You got to get busy with the right thing and persevering with diligence. Because if God will bless you, He will look out for a diligent hand. Give the Lord a clap of a song. Young people, if you are below 40 years, you have to double your steps. You have to speed up. You have to be diligent. Don't, if you don't start early, you will get to a point you want to use a dubious maze to circumvent the process of success. And that is what brings the casualty. You cannot be great overnight. Even you cannot plan and say, "Me, yeah, I know that if I, if I get some rich man and I marry her, my whole story will change. Who told you? Who told you? You think money and rich man is, what, is who will change your destiny? Sometimes it's like Prison. If you don't start diligence now, build, let it be a description of you. When they ask Charles, who is Charles? Oh, he's a diligent man. Before they say, oh, he's a doctor. Before they say, he's a lawyer, he's a diligent man. No man will ever refuse to commit great jewels into the hands of diligent people. You remember the parable? I will will leave the parables for the conference. Are you diligent? Are you a blessing to people? Or you have become a liability? When favor opens a door for you, diligence is what will cause your life to be appreciated. Favor doesn't let people appreciate you. Favor, they will say you didn't work for it. Like David. But when David got there, the reason they employed David was what? He should play there. When a demon comes on the king, David should be the solution. And he did it anytime a spirit came upon the king David knew what to play do you know what to do to be successful at your workplace are you successful do if we you call your boss now and ask him of your work output will he speak well of you there are many of us you are a genuine Christian but you are broke You are a genuine Christian, but you are suffering. You are a genuine Christian, but things are hard. Leave the devil alone! And begin to build diligence, competence. Be competent, Lucy. When they they give you a job, your supervisor should not come and supervise you. Because diligence will make you a ruler. It will make you a leader. When you continue doing the thing very well, they will know that you carry something in you that is greater than just moving the chair. You carry something in you that is bigger like getting more chairs and arranging more chairs and getting others being trained to know how to arrange more chairs and that is managerial position. Promotion comes with diligence. <clears throat> diligence. If you're a church worker, they commit this into your hands. How are you doing it? you won't sing diligently you won't sweep diligently you won't be an intercessor diligently you do it when you want you are losing out on a blessing and very soon you see that those who are diligent they will be moving forward you can't have a great marriage by impartation no matter the pastors that came for your wedding hey you've forgotten the prayer they prayed for you you have forgotten you 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 have, it's not the pastor that anointed you on your wedding day. Sometimes I think that we overdo it as That's why I like simple weddings. When you are wedding are 30 minutes, we have close. Uh, do you take me as husband? Yes, do you take me as wife, yes. Bere, 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 take communion, we have close. Oh yes. It's not the oil they will pour on you, it's not the, the, the big, big grammar in prayer. We pray and it doesn't change anything diligence go and work hard go and work hard when you hear work that means there's problem every marriage you step in there is problem that is why you step in the man's life he has a problem that is why you step in the woman's life she has a problem so go and work hard you didn't marry to go and sleep you married to work hard you didn't get the job to go and sleep got the job to work hard why are you complaining why have you why have you stopped working hard you go to work late you close too early you don't care what happens how do you become a leader and this Christian thing you are making it difficult for another christian to be recommended hard work will yield for you a blessed life in 2024 give the lord a mighty clap of him now let me let me start the seven things I'll hit it back, 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 and we'll go. before I start that I wrote here that diligence will usher you into greatness Proverbs 22:29. 29 Proverbs 22:29. 29 that's why I, I love it when you come to church you take notes you take notes you go back you listen when you are driving to work tomorrow, you play the message again and listen. Yeah. He says, See thou a man diligent in his business. He shall stand before kings. He shall not stand before mean men. Give us a subversion. Do you see any truly competent workers? They will serve kings rather than working for ordinary people. Now, when you see that word, they will serve kings. If a king, so two scenarios for you to understand. Let's say there are two people. Brother A is an ordinary man. Brother B is a king. Okay. Now we are careful to mention their names. Okay. So ordinary man says that, come and uh, tile his house for him. The king says, come and tell his house for him. Which one will pay you more? Hello? The king. So what is the meaning of this scripture? You will begin to get king's re- rewards when you pay. And becoming diligent is not overnight. It takes time. It builds it's something you practice every day without compromise diligent do you pray at this time do you study your Bible every day what do you do when they serve you with a lot of fatty food what do you do when they serve you with alcohol what do you do when you go during the day without water do you go throughout the day without water what do you do when they are teaching the Bible what do you do every time What is your attitude every time it will determine your posture to the word of the lord every time so that one does not bring a compromise when they are preaching the word jack i don't talk i don't talk to anyone diligence is what you do if somebody gives you money to keep for him there are some of you people gave you money to keep for them and you chopped it you had a genuine reason you say oh you were putting it there in two weeks you were expecting some money that thing never came every day when they ask you oh I'm still expecting the money oh and then now, you, now the person becomes an enemy to you diligence Dil- if you are not diligent you will lose very valuable people in your life because great people don't work with lazy people if you are lazy you can never be great now if you are waiting to be successful based on luck. You have only one percent chance. Like you are there. Like, BBC one day, people say, something will happen. Something will happen. And when you see me, you see, when you come to church, and we are telling you that, tell your enemy, you will be great one day. The thing we are telling you is that, build your life so that you will be great one day. Be diligent. So by the time you are bragging to your enemy, that will be whom you are. Over whom you have by the time you are saying that your when the blind man says you throw stone to hit you, it means that his leg is on the stone. By the time you go bragging, by the time David was bragging before Goliath, he knew what he was having, he knew what he he was who he was he knew his capacity today i pray and i challenge everybody from the young to the oldest from the least to the greatest it's time to be a diligent person be a diligent student be a diligent christian be a diligent worker let your work output at your corporate levels change change I know you don't like the message, so you won't clap. It's like, I only preach dealing with jealousy in the Methodist church. the place was quiet. I fired the message and I told them, thank God the gate is not locked. And I finished, I'm running away. Yeah. Be diligent. Now some Christians are too lazy. So we cannot even recommend people for work again like if you walk to me and you ask me and there's this account job somewhere so I should recommend something. I will not on any day. I will not. I've stopped long time. Stop. I would know that this and this and this but I will not. Because it's very hard. It's very difficult to find competent people now it's very difficult to find competent people now. Diligent. You can't trust people again. Especially Christians. You can't. Why? Because we have become lazy. Everybody wants to be shepherd. How do you become shepherd? I'm wondering. You think that it will just happen by hard work. Hard work. You work till you are tired. Tired men rule the world. Yes. I once heard Bishop Po say it. And that time I was young and I understand. Tired men rule the world. When you see the president sleeping in public you can laugh because you are not tired. That is an 80 year old man Sleeping in public, it is okay for him to sleep. It's okay, it's okay, it's okay. He has lived 80 years, poured himself as a lawyer. He has a chamber. You, do you have a kiosk? He had a chamber before he became a president, he had his certificates before he became. You insult John Mahama. The problem you have is that you, are, you don't care for yourself. You don't know what you want to become. And this year, within 12 months, by the end of the 12 months, I want you to have that joy at the end. Not that you got another car. Not that you got another money. That when you look at yourself, the things that you easily give up on, this time, you have gotten the capacity to run along with it in the name of Jesus. If you target success by diligence, you are 99% true, if not 100%. You will get there. You will get there. At Chari's temple, we have to be diligent. Usher's protocol. Don't let Caristers media don't let your flesh begin to speak to what God wants to do God does not stop until the work is finished and listen to me I foresee a time that God will crown many people with jewels of honor because they grew to become diligent if you are lazy listen man if you are going to marry don't marry a lazy woman and women, if you are going to marry, don't marry a lazy man. Marry a man who is diligent, who is hardworking. You come home tired, you don't come home rested. Some of you go to home, go to work, and come. And then you look like you've gone to enjoy yourself. <laughs> Anytime you come from work and you look stronger than you left, you missed out on something. You must come home tired and get a hack and eat a proper food and sleep that is a life that will yield one day what are you doing now what are you doing that you are doing well have you evaluated your life last year against this year I will not deceive you screaming every time not me because there are people in churches that are frustrated with the kingdom and then they leave. You live to where? Look, the rich get richer because they are diligent. That's why your uncle that is rich is not giving you money. He is saying he or she is wicked. He won't give you. Because when he sees your life, eh, you waste it. You just wanted to buy a new dress. He's not seeing it in you like he would have employed you as a general manager. But he knows you. He knows you that you listen to your peeved parents. That when he brings you into the company, you will destroy it. We want diligent people. We want hard-working people. That is, can you, do you know the work that came out on the 12 disciples? 12 apostles. To win the whole world. The stress that came upon Paul Pastoring all these churches, solving problems of fornication, adultery, adultery, idolatry, grace and works, prayerlessness, and this thing, laziness. He was the only one addressing it. And we are happy with Apostle Paul's work. People must clap for you one day after your end of days that this man was a diligent man. Hallelujah. if we cannot track the way you became successful you are not correct yes we must be able to track your success story i don't know how i became rich you are you are lying then you are lying or you are fake we must know that is why even those who do those blood monies When they get their money, they do businesses. So that when you ask them, that's business. There must be a reason why you are blessed. You must have a reason. If you don't build yourself and God puts you somewhere, you are going to disgrace yourself. Now listen, you can have your contractor. You can get a contract. And sometimes the man is testing you. He knows the amount of everything He knows this chair is 2,000. He knows this chair is 3,000. He says, supply five of this, then supply five of this. Then you bring me a quotation, 4,500, 6,200. He will pay, he won't say anything, and that is the end. That is the story with most of us. Your prayer requests are crying on the altar, but your heart is full of darkness diligent and real. If you are doing business, make profits, but don't make unreasonable profits because money that you chop every day is better than money you chop once and you don't get anything again. Success is built over time. You want to pass your... Why is that? They don't let you write the fine life. B.C. or SSC or whatever they give you three years they give you four years it's, 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 it's a process and sometimes when I'm learning and I'm praying and I'm fasting I'm like am i am not stressing myself too much and I ask myself a day will come you can't fast again doctors will tell you if you fast you will die and if you fast you will die because your health would have been distorted and if you deny yourself sugar at a certain level, before they come, you are gone. At that point, meaning you can't fast again in your life. If this is the time you can fast, fast and get the benefit of fasting. A day will come, choristers, your lungs will not have enough air to sing. You will be at back seat, and another group will be singing, and you would have missed out on an opportunity to make an investment in the kingdom at that age, 80 years. How many 80 years have you seen in choir? How many 60 years have you seen in choir? Except in the Orthodox Church where they have hymnal that they sing without stress. A time is coming you will not have the strength you have. If this is your life, live it. Live it well because it's once. What life are you building? Diligence is repeating good morals for a long time. Diligence. Sometimes we even lie to our employees. Employers. We lie to them. You cheat your employers. You steal. You destroy. You connive. That is not diligence. You want to be rich overnight. Now, let me go through the seven things. Then I end my teaching. A pastor said, so for your first service message, I want it. Another one sent me a message. Pastor, I listened to all your sermon on the first service. Are you doing part two? I said yes. Look, diligence kills laziness. You buy a book, you don't finish reading. Chapter one, you are done. Many of many of us have books on our shelves. We are not reading nothing. You go to school, you learn. Final exams, you go for a You go for questions to answer to pass. When you get, if you are a nurse like that, and you get opportunity to travel outside, when you go there, you are going to write their exams. You write it. You write it. If there, you are now going to learn how to put in canola, set canola. You see. You know why now you go to the hospital? You don't trust the doctors. When you are telling them your problem, they are googling. Headache, running. Those days, the doctors didn't do that. We used to have a doctor in Oman Clinic. The man was too good. Those days, the doctors were not like that. But now, when you go, they're holding books. When you say they underline, they underline. Okay. For how many days? Three days. Okay. They go to the index. Page two, four, five. Anything that is produced on the wholesale begins to produce problem. Yeah. Everybody can become a doctor now. Everybody can become a lawyer now if you have money. Yes. One day I entered into a consulting when I saw the doctor, I said I'm not sick again. (laughs) It's okay. (laughs) I am not, it's it's, it's okay. (laughs) I don't want to live more sick then I came. oh then they say oh so for why are you going I said I'm okay. okay okay I don't want to be that kind of pastor that somebody comes in hears the word one week two weeks three weeks I don't think this pastor has depth I'm going to another church no I want people to listen to the word from my mouth and wonder is this man a young man or an old man, from when does he read the Bible? Look at how he has made the Bible so easy and real to my life. You live thinking about it. It takes hard work to tend the scripture. It takes hard work. And today I came to call you to become competent, blessed. When you are singing, you must not go off-key. When you are working, you are fixing people's nails. They must not develop cancer. They must not develop soul. You, when you are working on people, they must live comfortable, confident in order to recommend because it is recommendation that brings more money. Recommendation. What are you doing that you are not doing well? February. It's a month of diligence. Let's work hard, Sons of Asaph, Work hard and let other church bands use you as an example. Let pastors say, Go to Karis Temple and see the Sons of Asaf. Go and observe them. Let the pastor call me, Pastor, I'm bringing my band to your church. They'll be coming there for five Sundays. They are coming to observe the Sons of Asaf at rehearsals and how they play. Because you have become so competent. Praise and worship team. The same. And if you are at work. Go the extra mile. Work hard. Do what nobody wants to do. And at the end of the day. See how God will bless you. Seven things. Let me mention them because of time. Number one. I know by now you are charged. Like you want to leave that. You have to you want me to close so that. You can go and put some things in place, but you <laughs> listen to, to what, because some of you, some jobs that your boss wanted you to have done last week. you, you want to go home and go and finish it now. What kind of work? What, what kind of worker are you? You want the Holy Ghost to always perform magic like the prophet to come and call, you. "Hey, who is here that is called Florence? Come?" You see, I see your boss favoring. You. when he even says it, you're like, Is that you." <laughs> I see your boss favoring you. You have been one of the favorite of your boss because you work on time. Then you are like, hey me. What is the work still doing on your decks after two weeks? You go for management meeting, you're having excuses. Look, it's not, it's not Christian. Let's take Let's let's not disgrace Christ. God has put capacity in us. I can do all things. Some of you want to preach, preaching. Ask for preaching. If I I can let you preach for four weeks, by the fourth week, you will know what to say. Because you will jump around now. You say all that, oh, your Bible study for the past 30 years. You preach it in four weeks. And after that, we'll watch you. You know, when I started preaching, I was not using notes. Uh, I never used notes. Everything was in my head, from scripture to what I was saying. And when I'm preaching, you can't sit down. Why? Because I have never preached. And all this time of fasting and prayer and studying the Bible, the thing was in me, like the thing, I think. After preaching one day, Pastor Kujo called me and said, Hey! The preaching machine. But you know that very soon you'll be doing notes. you start preaching with notes. And you preach for some time. Oh, didn't keep long. One day I was going to preach and I left the house and I forgot everything I was going to say. I went back home. I called the people, I'll be late. What did I go and do? I went to take notes because I didn't want to take notes. I took a sheet of paper, pride. I was pride. I was proud. So I picked that sheet of paper, wrote it one point, one point, one point one. point. Uh, today, see me. Everything I'm saying, I've written it. Everything I'm saying is here. Look, you have to be diligent and solid. In three days, I preach five times. It's not gentle preaching. What can you do well that people will clap for you? Don't be jack of many things and master of none. The first thing diligence will do for you is that diligence makes your dreams come true. Diligence makes your dream come true. Hebrews chapter 6, verse 11. Write it down when you go, go and read it. Hebrews chapter 6 verse 11. You can be projecting the scriptures. Yes. Diligence. If you can be typing the points to it to help people. Diligence makes your dreams come true. NIV version of this. We want each of you to show this same diligence to the very end. So that what you hope for may be fully realized. Diligence will help you see your goals come to pass. Number two. Diligence makes plenty money come to you diligence will make plenty money to come to you. Diligence. Proverbs chapter 10 verse 4. NLT version will do. Diligence will make plenty money to come to you. He said, lazy people are soon poor. Hard workers get rich. Number three, diligence gives you access to answers to prayers. Diligence Gives you access to answers to prayers. Yes, your prayer answers are released on the platform of diligence. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. The first one is 6 verse 11, but this is 11 verses. A very popular scripture. That one should be in the old King James. Who diligently seek him? Yeah. If your prayer, you are diligent in it. Your answers. Sometimes when we are even praying for 21 days of first time, how are you praying? Then you go and check your phone. You go and be When you come, you are loitering at the entrance, walking at the, standing at the gate. and you are looking around, a child is jumping. Hey, come here, come here, get up. God had no time for you. The mother is seriously playing, and you are also playing with the child. The child joins the steps, you catch him. Hey, God has no time for that. <laughs> Number four, because of time, I mean, this is the main message, but diligence in steadying the word and practicing the word makes a man prosperous. Steadying and practicing. Look at Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. The stages of the manifestation of diligence in the word. The word must be on your lips. The word must be meditated upon. The word must be practiced and then you'll become prosperous. This is the God's formula for success, Not the juju man. They gave you I watch, <laughs> I watch Sabinos. Oh, my time is gone. But um, because let's spare it because I want to preach somewhere. You need to hear the word. Okay? Who knows Sabinos? I like watching all those kids because I, I used to learn and release tension. The pressure is hard. So, but when I watch, I don't just laugh, I learn. So, and it's because of this point, we don't want to do any, we don't want to have anything to do with the word. It's like, somebody should preach and prophesy, and it should come to pass. But look, that this verse, there are three, four things there. It should be on your lips. How can it be on your, how can you be saying it when it has not entered your head? So, Actually, you must study it. We must be able to quote scripture. My friend, we should be able to quote scripture. That's why I say don't use phone for your Bible. Because you can't memorize scripture from your phone. It has to be there. And then you should be able to say it. That is, it must not depart from your lips. But you will meditate on it day and night. So from studying from memorizing to confessing. When you are sick, you have to confess the word first. When you are broke, you have to confess the When you are depressed, you have to confess the word. If you are fighting a battle, you have to confess the word. After that, you have to meditate. say, "Oh, You have to understand, regurgitate like the sheep. When they chew the grass, when they chew it for the first time, it's not the final process. It goes into the stomach somewhere. Like, wow, wow, I forgot to go. He didn't bring money to me. They made us learn some things. Useless. They worried us by that gross theorem. What did they do to us? Some thing, subset of this, 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 nothing. Part of a cockroach. Okay? They did bring you money. They learned this, uh, if, Even if you are spelling and you may see, they mark you wrong. Today, those who mark you wrong, and you you are. You are pe, pe, pe. When they, it goes there, they lie down. You see that they lie down. They are not sleeping. Now what they eat? They bring to most mouth to do it
0: fine.
1: And moves to another stomach for the nutrients to be absorbed. That is the word. When the word is meditated upon, that is when the nutrients is released. Why do you grind tomatoes? Why do you grind the, the pepper? You grind it to release the out of the pepper. <laughs> then you practice it. When you practice it, you begin. Because if the pepper is there and you don't use your teeth to grind it, do you feel the sh- You don't. You don't feel it. But when you grind it, then you see that, that nice red coloured thing. That when you touch or even the outside, you see the thing is inside. If you take the pepper and you use it raw like this, it won't be the, the raw pepper, fresh. Then use it on your eye. You feel it, but when you open it, Jesus, it's another thing. The word number five. Diligence makes a glorious professional life. Proverbs twenty-two, twenty-nine. It makes a professional life great. The appraisal should be good. The promotions should be good. And when people begin to sit on your promotion, when your diligence is up, that is when your prayer becomes a thunderbolt. But this is you, you are lazy. And you want them to promote you to where? God doesn't hear such a prayer. He will leave it as it is. For you to learn a lesson in your suffering. And when you learn diligence, He's ready to promote you. Number six, diligence in working for God leads to divine rewards protocol, who, whatever. See sometimes you think that you have to do, the children's service facilitators. the way they marry is an amazing. They are never in the crowd, but most of them get married easily, and they get married very peacefully. When you work for the Lord, God will reward you. There's a scripture I want to read at the end of my, year, that 1 Corinthians 15. Fifty-eight. Look at it. Give me a subversion. There's a word there. Yes. For you know that nothing you do for the Lord is ever useless. Nothing you do for the Lord. It will come with a reward. God will reward us in Jesus' name. The last one is diligence makes a favored life diligence will bring you favor. Don't just stand and pray. Favour, favor. I love prayer, but you see sometimes it hurts me when I see prayerful people suffering because they miss out on such an information. Diligence. When people say you're a prayerful person, they must see all these things I've mentioned. That means that your diligence is in place. Don't be prayerful and leave your diligence behind. Proverbs 11:27. Write it down and close your eyes and let's pray. I want you to put your hand on your heart and pray for yourself. I don't want to go. Just pray, just pray. The same way again. Let the spirit of diligence enter into us this year pray for yourself that every form of carelessness laziness procrastination ration not, you, are, you are not ready for great things but you are just pushing yourself there pray that God help me to be competent help me to build up my competence. Lord, as a church help us to build our capacity to take in what you are bringing to us. I don't want to go the same way again. Touch me with your hands. Thank you, Lord. Same way again. Touch me with your head. As we have come before you, we thank you for the word. As we enter into the communion service, Lord, anybody here with any sin in their hands, any sin that has tainted our clothes, let the blood wash us. And as we partake in the communion, we pray for a full blessing.